I feel good today, Ron. I got to tell you, I feel good. I'm going in for my physical later. Uh, I told you about three weeks ago I had pneumonia. And then I had an epiphany. I had a horrible blood pressure reading, and I weighed as much as Alex Highsmith, and he's all muscle, and I'm not. So, What did I tell you walking up the hall today? That I looks like I lost weight. I said you very clearly and obviously looks like you've lost weight. Congrats to you. Now you got to keep it up. Only today. Today's the only day. One Next day at meal. a time. One, one meal at a time. One day at a time. One See, second at a time. Passed up the one pastri- millisecond you at a time. You passed up the pastries and donuts this one morning. One quarter syllable at a time. Right? No donuts. Yeah, no donuts no. for me. And they there, had, There's no point. They had cheese Danish, too. I know. I did look at that one. Um, I have homemade peanut butter cookies made with monk sugar or monk sweetener. Whatever as the that sweetener. is. I don't know what that is. It's better than sugar. A little bit of honey and then uh, peanut butter and almond flour. And I'm in, Ron. That's all I need. Why can't I hear? Everything's set today except this thing. How are you? Who's that? I'm good. Here comes the guys to fix everything, Here comes Ron. the guys. Right and early. Disturb our show. Everything good right. with you? Yes? You're happy? Uh, uh, yeah, Would you I say am. happy? I am. I'm, I'm literally happy. It's like what the old... Uh, you don't need to have it on me. I don't need it on. Vic is training the camera on Ron because he is our attraction. What's, what's He's our Taylor... used to be up in front of me? What's Ron is our uh, Taylor Swift. Is that right? I can't Sean, don't trying. call me Seth Myers, and how are you? I think we got new cameras, and you guys look spectacular. Do this we? is like high-definition def- stuff. Uh, don't lie. I know better than I look spectacular. That sounds good to me. I'm getting very, very aggravated no i'm not gonna let that ruin my morning uh, no Ron. don't because you're in a very good mood no coffee no coffee you've still coffee been off is, of it for me caffeine is the gateway drug to all things that harm me well, they used to say that about marijuana didn't they a yeah, long they did. time ago and they were probably right ron we have a lot to get to let's stop dilly dallying here are you ready to get into a show i'm ready there's the goat right there on tv right in front of us it's off the top yeah look at that guy patrick mahomes soup what is this his fourth super bowl fourth super right? bowl in five years holy bird milk we have all kinds of things to get to on off the top here brought to you by jp roofing and siding you can follow along on the fan text line brought to you by edgar snyder and associates personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you, I put in a request from our boss to get you hooked in to texts here. Can you see the text yet, Sean? Or no? No. No, I can't see him. I'll, I'll see what... We're going to do text in the city. We haven't done that in a to while. The, to the segment called text in the city, then it's it's definitely a prerequisite that you have to see the text. Yeah, otherwise I'd just be making up yeah, stuff that and that, we don't want to do that. Wouldn't be possible. Ron, we're going to get into a six-pack in a minute. But Good I was enough. thinking Friday about six something. Pack. I love that. Thinking about something today. Thinking about Groundhog Day. It is today. And apparently, I don't know, what is it? If he doesn't come out, then spring comes early? Is that the I, idea? I guess he didn't see his shadow, so that means spring is coming early. Good. That's oh. my understanding. I don't believe in that. Have bunk. you ever met him, Punxsutawney? Have you ever interviewed him? Uh, no. My daughter uh, went there with her friend. In fact, Mrs. Hester and uh, and her daughter, they went up to Groundhog Day, and it was like minus 20 up there. A lot they, of people go. When they went. It's, it was, it's a she, sellout She crowd. said it was great to go once. I don't think she'd want to do it again, but it was one of those ones she was glad do she Do they did. sell tickets for that on SeatGeek? I Can I get know. in there? I don't know. Anyway, you know what it got me to thinking about? Ron, Pittsburgh sports is Groundhog Day. Think about this. Steelers. They all suck right now. 
Not Well, that's the point. It's not right now. It's year after year after year. It's the same thing. Steelers, seven years without a playoff win. Give or take, you know, a year here, a year there, whatever. They're in the same position every single year. Not even close to a playoff win, actually, in seven years. Penguins, no playoff series wins till what, seven since 17? Five years. Uh, and if they make, don't make the playoffs or don't win one, it'll be six years this year. And they may miss the playoffs for the second year in a row. Pitt football, give or take, you know, had a great year a couple of years ago. Give or take, they've been Groundhog Day for 43 years. Correct. Pitt basketball, give or take, they've been Groundhog Day for the better part of a decade, and I don't even have to tell you about the Pirates. That's what we're living here. Right. You're right. That's what we're living is Groundhog Day all the time, Sean. All the time, every day. These it are, seems like these the same not, things over and 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 over. These are not good over times. Over. They're not. And over and over and over and over again. Sonny and Cher every morning on the radio when we wake up. Yeah, exactly. Ron, how do we snap out of this and who snaps out first? Well, your prediction with the Pirates in 2027 to win it all. I actually think they will snap out of it first. They might. They might. I, I, I think the Penguins are on a real decline here. I mean, their stars are all getting older. Um, and the Steelers, you know, they're a quarterback away maybe from turning it around, but that's a big That's like saying it's a big I'm, need, you know. You know? Uh, no, it's like saying if I was handsome, I'd be a movie star. Exactly. I'm not. Right. And I'm not. Yeah. For the average guy, I'm I'm the SI swimsuit model away from marrying the SI swimsuit model, <laughs> right? But, you know, I mean, Houston found a guy. All of a sudden, they're a playoff team and look like they have a real bright future. I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah, they sunk right to the now, bottom of the league. But right now, it certainly looks impossible or, it's dif- just, or difficult. It's. I mean, it, it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of sports talk, like that interesting stories don't pop up all the time. I would say especially the Steelers provide us with those. But... In a way, it kind of does. You really have to generate, for instance, Penguins-related topics of interest because it just seems like Sidney Crosby's great. We know that. But it's the same thing every single year. Both pit teams, as I mentioned. And then the Pirates. I mean, there have been years where the only time that we really want to talk Pirates is is around the trade deadline because then it gets or, a little bit around interesting. around the draft time when they're drafting one overall because they were the worst team in baseball. Exactly. And it's funny you mention that because I remember when we came on the air all those years ago. And as it turned out, they did turn it around shortly after that, but it was 2010 when we got on the air. And it was like, are we ever going to talk about the Pirates when it's not in in the context of the future, like prospects and the draft and who are they going to take? Right. So I just wonder about that, and it just it just struck me today. That's exactly what we're living in, and when is it ever going to change? Sean, who do you predict will be first to snap it? And by snap it, I guess I mean a deep playoff run or a team that, that changes its, its dynamic right now to where they become a yearly real contender. You know what I mean? I think it might be the Pirates. I'm going to go Steelers, and the reason is I think it's easier to do it in the NFL than it is in baseball, for instance. I think it's really difficult with the financial landscape. Now, we've seen smaller market teams make runs. Arizona is an example this past year. Baltimore is going to get there, I think, this year. But 
in the NFL, it seems like every year you have two, three, four teams that really had struggled for the past several seasons that make a run. And I think Pittsburgh, certainly they have plenty of pieces in place. They need obviously a couple more, but I, I think it's a little bit closer for them than, than the other teams. I think the Penguins, it's about to be about a five-year rebuild upcoming. Man, the Penguins, that one is very depressing at times. And yet there are nights, there are nights when they are wildly entertaining, right? Yeah, Crosby's still wildly entertaining. You never know what he's going to do. It's a shame that uh, what is around him has declined. Meaning the third and fourth lines mostly? And, yeah, and Malkin, I think, to a degree. And and to me, Carlson has been a major disappointment. Yeah, he's been a disappointment, I'll say that. Uh, he just had a 10-game point streak. I don't know about major for me anyway. I guess based but, on my expectations. Yeah. The fact that he's making $11.5 million, Came in here, you know, yeah. after 101 points. I just expected more. That's all. I think everybody expected more. Right. That's why I said definitely a disappointment. Um, but he wasn't going to get 100 points here. He got that mostly because he was on a crap team, right? Right. I expected more on the power play, though, <laughs> from him for sure. But that's what we're living. Every single day of our lives, we're stuck. I, has this town ever been stuck like this? Oh, there've been some there year been after some, year. There've been some bleak times here. You know, the, I mean, the Steelers' playoff winless streak hasn't been seen since a streak that began in the sixties. Yeah, since before Chuck Noll got there and in yeah. his first couple of years. I mean, if I remember correctly, the early eighties. Uh, you know, the Pirates and Steelers both had championships in '79, but then it started to decline in the early eighties. Um, the Penguins, until Lemieux got here, were almost out of town. Yeah, right. Uh, now, Pitt, you know, the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s, they were 11-1. and one Yeah, at least they, you had them. Yeah, and basketball off and on. Um, this is probably as prolonged and as dark as I can remember. Penguins haven't missed the playoffs in back-to-back years since um, 04, and then there was the lockout. So, 3-4 and Before then 5-6. Sid. Before Sid. Yeah. And with Sid, his first year. Yeah, right. I so remember. That, I, I remember that. Remember their first playoff series was in Ottawa. Yeah, they and, stormed and, the and castle they got there. Boat raced. The by, Senators they, did. They just weren't ready for it. And then the next year, what they went to the Cup final, right? Yes, they did. All right. I just wanted to get that out there that I was thinking about that and who the first team to emerge would be. How many under twenty-five stars or potential stars do we have in this town right now? Under 25. Pickens. Yeah. Joey Porter Jr. Maybe I should rephrase the Broderick question. Broderick Jones. Transcendent type superstars. Oh, that, I mean, I don't think of Joey Porter Jr. as no, a guy who's no, going to Nor be. Broderick Jones necessarily. Maybe Pickens. Pickens, maybe. Pickens has the talent for it. Um, O'Neal Cruz. O'Neal Cruz would be one for sure. Maybe. Uh, I mean, if Paul Skeens gets here and is what Paul he's supposed Skeen. to. That's what I'm talking about with the Pirates. That's what I mean. O'Neill Cruz is past 25, Ron. Oh, is he? Yep. I didn't realize he. I thought he was like 24. No, he's 25 and 121 days. So we're very Almost scant 26. On, on younger potential superstars. Skeens is one, though. He's 21, right? Yeah, Termar Johnson might be one as well. I say it's the Pirates, and I'm sticking to that opinion. Sean, we need some, uh, well, we need some beer. Some Melody six-pack. Actually, Ron, we're going to do a 12-pack. 
so our opinions will be quick and they'll be good. Pirates being linked to Gary Sanchez. San Diego Padres last year, catcher. Oh, what Whatever happened to the Henry Davis catcher? They don't need a catcher, according to what they say, right? Davis is going to be their guy. I think this would be fantastic. He had 19 home runs last year for the Padres. He can still play. He's a decent defensive player. He gets wrapped defensively, but he throws out runners. And, yes, this is clear to me, and it's been clear all along. I mean, say what you will about about Derek Shelton, Ben Charrington, anything else. They've been around baseball all their lives. Shelty was a catcher. They know when somebody can catch and when they can't. And they had every reason to use Henry Davis to audition him last year behind the plate, and they didn't do it. And if they could bring in this guy, to me that would be a gigantic, gigantic move for them to actually have a trusted veteran catcher back there who's coming off 19 homers and his underlying stats were really good, who could be a stabilizing force instead of trotting out Henry Davis and having him having to worry about being the everyday catcher when he he, he hasn't played the position He'll since may end when? up playing in right field. I think so. They need a right fielder. So Now, Sanchez failed in New York, right, with the Yes, Yankees, he did. Yep. Like pretty badly, right? Yeah. Now, you know, but that doesn't mean a lot of guys. A.J. Burnett failed badly in New York, too. It's not meant for everybody. Uh, even his failure, I think, would be better than some of the catching we've seen around here. But uh, Better than Austin. Well, wait a what second. What was his name, Austin Powers? No, that was the movie. Hedges. Song. Austin Hedges. I was thinking Austin Powers. Where did Where did Sanchez fail? I mean. I thought he was with the Yankees for a I while. I mean, yeah, he was great for the Yankees. He had years of 20, 33, 34, 23 home runs. That's where he made his bones. Then he went to Minnesota. He hit only 205. He's not an average hitter. I mean, he doesn't hit for average, right, I should say. Right, he right, hit 205, but he had 16 homers. Then he went to the Mets, which is might might be what you're thinking of, but that was a short okay, stint. That was a very short stint, like seven plate appearances. He that's pretty there. short. Yeah, that's real short. Three strikeouts. Was he hurt? I don't know. And then he went to San Diego, and he in 72 games, 72 games, he hit 19 homers, 46 RBIs, 500 slugging percentage. So pretty good. A little bit of catcher, a little bit of DH. Now, where is this rumor coming from? Have you just seen this I, on just, Twitter? I don't know, directly. Okay. I just heard it reported on the radio earlier today, correct? Yeah, there's a lot of rumors circulating all over at this time. Next. What was that? Took there you we go. a little bit longer there, uh, There Seth. we go. Let's speed this up. Jim Harbaugh promises multiple titles with the Chargers. Good you luck with it? that. No, I'm not. Just, I might be. Justin Herbert. Uh, yeah, it's just, again, it's so hard. I, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. I mean, it's just hard to win multiple titles. But he's got a quarterback at least to build around and, and I think a pretty good team. So we'll see. I'd like to see him win one first. And he's still got to deal with Mahomes in that division. Yes, he does. Um, but I'm not putting it past him. I think he's a great coach and he's got an owner who wants to spend money and a stud quarterback. And that's a very good place to start. Nice place to start. And guess who he plays at home next season? The uh, Baltimore Ravens oh, in yeah. the Harbaugh Bowl. You know where the last one was. Next. On a Super Bowl Sunday. Baker Mayfield wants to know who his coordinator is going to be before he signs back in Tampa. Now, they can franchise him, so he actually doesn't have much of a choice. 
But if for some reason it gets ugly and he came available, would you be all over Baker? Yeah, I would be very much interested in him now. Um, I did see that uh, I thought they have their coordinator, though. I thought that it's real close to naming someone. And I don't know if he has a background with Baker or not. Who's that? I can't remember his name. I saw. I, I just saw it said Buccaneers close in on coordinator. Oh, uh, here it is. Liam Cohen. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. There you go. So if Baker Mayfield And I think he was with the, the Rams. Bucks. I think he's on the McVay tree. And I think Baker would have played for him. He did in his little stint with the Rams. Yep. Liam Cohen is his name. Uh, so he at least has some, some history with Baker. He's Kentucky's offensive coordinator. But theoretically, if he did become available, yes, he would be my starting quarterback. He was great this season. He really was. Sean? Another new NFL kickoff rule. Aren't we done with these yet, Ron? Uh, you can already fair catch and get the ball to 25, but Mike Florio, or I should say Mark Maskey of the Washington Post reports, the league will now look again at adopting the XFL kickoff rule, which requires 10 players on each team to line up five yards apart on the kickoff. So you have 10 guys one line, 10 guys another line, Five yards apart. Nobody behind and five them. on each side, right? I think you got to line up balanced. Well, yeah, ten guys across the field, right. right? But you can't put seven on one side and three on the other. I guess that's what they try to do on onside kicks sometimes, right? I don't think that's legal. Well, nobody can be back. That's the only part that I understood for it. And the NFL uh, – is going to consider this again. What do you mean nobody can be back off of the line to get a running start? Yeah, 10 guys in a straight line across, right. like imagine the 30-yard uh, line, line. line where he kicks 10 from. guys across the line. So you okay. can't have guys back there behind right. them. Running, right? getting a running start. Five yards apart. Would you like this rule? I don't know. Does it sound like it'd be anything different? To not have anybody back by the kick returner? No, no like. You don't break. Oh, them I off. thought you were talking about the kickoff team lined up. Both all, teams, or, both you have the you have both teams lined up in a straight line, five yards apart, ten players. The only guys who would be back are the kicker and the return man. I don't know. Sounds quirky to me. It's so you don't get the the big collisions, the big run I down think, right. the field, yeah. break the uh, the wedge type hits. Now, I'm at the point where they should just get rid of the kickoff if they don't want it. Having said that, there were some really exciting kick and punt return plays in the game this year. If you don't want to get injured, then don't play football. I would go back to the other, the old rule, the way it was. And whoever wants to play on the kickoff team can play. And if they don't want to play football, they can find another line of work, Ron. It sounds, you sound mm -hmm. very draconian with that statement. Your thoughts on the kickoff? Uh, you know, I... It, I don't know. I think kickers, if they want, can all put it out of the end zone these days. They're all so good and so such strong legs. I mean, I think it, what the strategy is is, you know, if you want to have the other team start at the twenty-five, just kick it out of the end zone. Sean, yeah, I, I would have to see this to to kind of have a real view on it. But I understand that they're going to keep trying to change because guys get hurt, and then to your point, no one really wants to do it. So yeah, nobody wants to do it. I don't think. NFL.com names T.J. Watt Defensive Player of the Year. Now, this is writers voting on that award. Two votes ahead of Miles Garrett, three ahead of Micah Parsons. Is this a sign of things to come next week with the official Defensive Player of the Year? 
I'm still going to guess Garrett, and I think you've said it, a Lifetime Achievement Award maybe. Yeah. Um, I think both of them have won awards. by. There's so many people, pro football writers, pro football focus. You know, there's so many different awards out there, and I think they both split a number of them. But the big one is going to be unveiled uh, uh, a week uh, uh, next Thursday at that award show, the honor show. I'm guessing it's still going to be Garrett. Next. Mike McDonald, he had a news call. Oh, a double. I like that. 16-ouncer. <laughs> I hope the flat, it's not flat an indication of that. Mike McDonald says he'll call defensive plays for the Seahawks as their head coach. He made no promises of multiple titles. Peter King called this hire a ground rule double. What say you, Ron? His defense was awfully good in Baltimore, but again, sometimes it's a lot easier to be a coordinator than a head coach. Um, and it seems to me um, they're going out on a limb here with a defensive coach. Uh, a lot of people want offensive guys, but as we've talked before, maybe the best way to stop these high-powered offenses is to have a terrific defense. And I think he's a really good coordinator. I don't know what kind of head coach he's going to be. It's going to be interesting calling defensive plays with your head coach. Uh, Mike who, Tomlin then, has done that Is here. he not going to worry about his offense at all? Well, I'm sure Who's he's going to hire an offense. I don't oh, know. I'm sure he's, he's too. I mean, but uh, I I don't like a head coach. I'd rather have a good defensive coordinator and give him the leeway to do his job. Do you want the head coach calling offensive plays? Well, if he's Andy Reid, I guess I'm okay with it. Uh, or Matt Lafleur. Yeah. Or Sean McVay. There's a few of them out there. Or Kyle guess, Shanahan. Or Kyle Shanahan. If he's really good at it, I say go for it. And I like that. And I it's like his the team. defensive it, guy. And it's his team. He can do what he wants. Good point. Next. Mark Andrews was a hero on a flight from Baltimore this. to Phoenix. Medical emergency. A woman having problems, I think, with her heart rate and things like that. And the flight attendants were quick on the scene. And then Andrews recognized maybe uh, she could use my diabetic testing kit. And she did, and they got her some orange juice, and there it was. He was a hero, Ron. She was better. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I, I said the story I read, he kind of slinked quietly off the plane, didn't want any fanfare, didn't right. want any, any attention. Just your routine helped save a life. Flight. He put out a statement today saying the real heroes, besides the quick-acting flight attendants, were the nurse and the doctor on the plane. And that was very nice of him and a great job by everybody on that plane. Yep, it's nice. You know, my luck, I'd have something like that, and there wouldn't be a damn doctor or nurse on the whole plane. <laughs> Go ahead. Pro Football Focus names the Steelers as potential destinations for Kirk Cousins and Michael Thomas. Any interest in either one of those? I uh, Sure, I'd love to have Cousins, but not at his price tag. No. And the other guy, the receiver? He stinks. He's old. He's been hurt. I think he's missed time. I'm not interested. Kirk Cousins, yeah, I would spend $35 million I'd on be him. more interested in Tyler Boyd. Or Tyler T, Boyd or would T be T Higgins, wonderful. either one. Well, T. Higgins, that would be up around a Kirk Cousins price. Yeah, that would be a big ticket. If they traded Deontay, I'd love that. Uh, Kirk Cousins, of course. You'd upgrade your quarterback situation to go with what should be a pretty good defense with stars on it, and you'd be in win-now mode. You'd have to reconfigure a little bit of your cap, but, you know, what would Kirk Cousins be? Thirty-five minus eight million for Mitch Trubisky. Now you're down to twenty-four. Very easy to me. It would be easily affordable, but they won't do it because they want to see if Kenny Pickett can actually play. We're going to go through another audition run. Seems while the while the defensive stars are get, getting older, getting a little bit older each day, and older. 
Next. AJ Brown has scrubbed his Instagram account of any Eagles-related content. Maybe he called George Pickens to find out how to do that. And then he went on the radio and said about, you know, all these rumors of him leaving. I don't know. Maybe they know something I don't. He hardly quelched them, squelched them, I should say. Whatever happens, happens. What would you give up for AJ Brown? He's a great player, but is he ever happy? Wasn't he unhappy in uh, Tennessee as yeah. well. Now unhappy he's unhappy and very productive. Now Everybody's un- unhappy. They're unhappy here too. As a wide receiver, I guess that goes with the position. Very talented guy, but I mean, I thought he and Jalen Hurts were going to make beautiful music together yeah. for a long time. And Deontay Smith. Yeah. Who's that? Devontae. Devontae. Um, what would you give up for him? Alex Highsmith for me. I'd give them a very good player. Alex Highsmith and a draft pick, and I would plug him right in. How much? How long is he signed for? I don't know. Let's say he signed for multiple more years. Yeah, he'd be he'd be great. Um, but I don't. I just don't. I don't know. It's a lot to give up for a wide receiver. I'd rather draft one. I think you can get a really good one in the draft. Yeah. Without giving something up. Brown You're definitely going to need one though. Next. Cleveland Browns losing Alex Van Pelt. He's going to be the offensive coordinator in New England. How about that? And also, Bill Callahan is going to join his son in Tennessee as the offensive line coach. What make you of these Uh, moves? You know what? I I, I saw Tony Grossi, our friend who's covered the Browns forever, saying, I'm sick about this, not losing Van Pelt, losing Callahan. I mean, I know he's a great offensive line coach. I think there's a huge element of risk uh, when uh, the in this case it's the son hiring the father, how, how are the other coaches going to look at that? I mean, it, how are they going to look at? And I think of Paterno. I think Joe Paterno's greatest mistake football wise was hiring his son Jay, and I think that created a bad feeling among the rest of the staff. There's a feeling of nepotism there. Um, now, Cal, I don't I don't think Jay was a very good coach. I think Callahan's a really good coach. But it troubles me a little bit that I, I just wonder how the rest of the staff is going to like that. Yeah, I would wonder about that if he was unproven and young and it was the dad hiring the son. In this case, you're bringing in one of the best, if not the best, offensive line coaches in football. I, I can't imagine that people wouldn't lean toward that side. Like, this guy is great at what he does. Now, the Van Pelt thing, he wasn't even calling the plays in Cleveland. That was Stefanski. Yeah. So he's a good quarterbacks coach, but this is a highly questionable hire. The only time the only time that I can see that he ever called plays was 2009 in Buffalo, and they were 28th in offense. Last one, Sean. <clears throat> Josh Yowie in The Athletic indicates that he believes that the Penguins will keep Jake Gensel, but he adds that Kyle Dubas is, quote, not afraid to trade him. Elliot Friedman reported last month that Dubas plans to hold talks with Gensel's camp over this weekend's All-Star break. So something, there's going to be, I think, for Dubas, a decision arrived at this weekend, whether he wants to trade or or keep him, because he's going to find out, I think, precisely what, what they want. What Gensel wants. Now, the trade deadline is until March 8th, um, I, which gives him some time. What if the Penguins go on a roll a little bit? And start to look like a legitimate team. Yeah. Does that change your mind on what you might do? 
Not if it's either he's if he if he wants too much money, I have to trade him because he can't lose him for nothing. Right. And if he's willing to take the Penguini discount, then I'm definitely set on signing him anyway. Uh, I can make a hockey trade for Jake Gensel. I can help somebody else and help my team. Uh, you saw what you know Calgary and Vancouver made that trade. Yeah. The other day, Calgary got a, a guy that scored 39 goals last year, not having a great year this year. Right. Two defensive prospects, and a number one draft choice this year, and a conditional number four. Right. Would you give up that? Would you take that for Gensel? Hmm. And again, you know, the Russian kid, the fact that he's gone back, well, Tockett pretty much buried him. Yeah, if you gave me a 39-goal score 39 last, last year. year. Yeah, I'd be— I, I, As eight this year. I, I would make a hockey trade for Gensel, I would. Um, now, how do you factor in the Crosby factor? Same thing as I said yesterday. We've given him every single thing he wants. At some point, I have to run a hockey team. You? And then, yeah, I, but I definitely think that's a major consideration for Dubas. Sid's only got one more year left after this. Yeah. It's impo- you know, it al- seems impossible to expect him to think that he might go somewhere else, right? If he sees yes. a total rebuild coming, maybe he would leave. Well, a real hockey trade wouldn't constitute a total rebuild. In fact, keeping Gensel to the end of his deal and having him would, walk without compensation. Lead to more would- of a rebuild, probably, right. Coming up next, Tyler Kennedy's going to talk hockey. Let's ask him about those questions with the Penguins. And we'll ask him once again to fix the power play. What does he think of Gensel? We'll talk to him next. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service. Providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit him at southhillskia.net. And the time is 1030 brought to you by Gina G. Petro of REMAX Select Realty.